Support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge. Amigos, the podcast about everything Amiga. Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network, your home for quality retro podcasts. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodovkar Schaller. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to talk about Lethal Weapon. Ooh. Yippee-ki-yay. That's a wrong series. That was dead die hard or dead hard. What about I'm too old for this? That's the right series. Mm. You got it there. You've never seen these movies, have you? Gosh. Bo, let me ask you a question before we get this show started. Name any buddy cop film you've ever seen. Bad Boys, too. You saw Bad Boys. Why would you go watch that and you haven't watched this? That's got violence and sex in it. It was on a it was on a band trip. What band were you in? The Hurricane Band. <laughs> no, it was either band or show choir. They, they showed that the kids on a bus. Oh, we watched all kinds of. We watched Interview with the Vampire on the way Man, to Florida. You can feel the lawsuits accumulating <laughs> in the distance. Yeah, in this day and age, you wouldn't be able to get away with that. So what? What did you think of Bad Boys Two? That's got Will Smith and Martin yeah, Lawrence. The violence wasn't over the top, and I liked uh-huh. the humor. I I, 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 I think both those guys are funny. We, I know it's not cool to like Will Smith, but I like Will you're Smith. You're right. We should put out a disclaimer that normally uh, you don't watch any violent films or films that have a lot of nastiness in them. Right. Boat watches a lot of PBS, mm-hmm. for example. He watches Songs of Praise on the BBC. His favorite show, Lawrence Well. Yes. Yes. Right. Hey. All serious. I I, I like Lawrence. I Welles. wasn't lying yeah. when I said that. <laughs> so this, with this in mind, we chose this week. Whose game was Lethal Weapon Boat? This game came to us directly. I've already erased it. I'm gonna have to look it up again. I, I, oh, this no, this was was this. I set them up and they knock you out. <laughs> well, I had it on the thing, and then when I I erased because I already put our notes down for for our next show. It doesn't matter. The point of the matter is, I never even heard of this game, but I had heard of the movie. So you're looking it up. I'll right? look it up. There's going to be heavy editing involved in this particular Keep talking. Segment. So <laughs> so you've never seen the Lethal Weapon series? No, never. It's a Christmas film, right? No. No, what? It's not a, it's a, it's a, it's Lethal Weapon. What Christmas, what sounds like Christmas to you in there? I've always thought it's, people say that it's a, it's like the best Christmas movie. I'm dead serious. That's the best Christmas movie? Yeah, because isn't it set during Christmas? I thought Die Hard was set during Christmas. Okay, I think this is what's happened. I've gotten mixed up with Die Hard. Let me ask you a question. Who's the star of Lethal Weapon? Mel Gibson. Right. Now, who's the star of Die Hard? Mel Gibson. No. It's the guy from Armageddon, isn't it? Yes. Okay. It's that guy. Danny Glover. No. no what? No. Oh. No. It's Bruce Willis. You know, Bruce Willis? Ever heard of him? He sang in the album. I think we'll agree to disagree on this one. What? Who's Danny Glover? Danny Glover's the other guy in Lethal Weapon. Hmm. Okay. He's the one that's too old. He's the one that's, he's the one that's ready for retirement? That's right. Okay. I know about that. See, I'm with it. I'm hip. You say that with no shorts. I got shorts on right now. <laughs> no. They're aqua blue. They got little trees on them. Don't stand up, for God's sakes. And there goes the viewership for this week. I think that this is one of my best looks ever, to be honest with you. I like the little palm trees on them. There's a Jens Linkman album that's got that same palm tree on it. Uh-huh. And then you already com- you already made fun of my shirt. What? You I- don't like any of my clothes. I like them. 
I like them on you. Well, that's nice of yeah. you to say. You got hair, too. You got that going for you. Well, thank you. Did you give up on finding this? No, I'm still looking. You can keep talking. So what are we... What? We're off the rails. They're early. Early tonight. Just find the thing. You can do your magic. I got it. I got it. I got it. Lethal weapon. Tell me about it. It's ocean, right? Well... It is. Let's talk about the movie. Okay. Lethal weapon. So... I saw this movie when it came out back in the day. It was a Richard Donner joint. You know it's going to be solid action uh, uh, for sure. And it was out, and Warner Brothers put it out. This thing had a budget of 15 million bucks and made $120 million. That's a huge amount of money, Bo, just my point. I wonder if that's why it had three sequels. Or there's four sequels now, right? I think they're making a fifth. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So. If you haven't seen the movie *Lethal Weapon*, it's a uh, it's a buddy comedy. It's probably one of the original buddy comedy movies, uh, and it has Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. This is a comedy. It's a comedy dramedy. It's a dramedy. Really? So well, it's like *Bad Boys*. Yeah. I always thought this was like an ultra serious, like *Terminator* type film. No, 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 mm. no. And Gary Busey's in it, man. And I like know, him. He's, a, he's completely out of his mind. Mm-hmm. So the premise of this flick is. Uh, uh, Mel Gibson plays this guy named Martin Riggs. Riggs. Everybody calls him Riggs. This guy was a former, like, tough military guy. Like, he was like a Green Beret or Ranger or something. And he gets, his wife gets killed. And he becomes suicidal. Okay? And what that means is he just takes crazy chances. He didn't give a crap if he lives or dies. Mm-hmm. He does crazy stuff. Is he the lethal weapon? He is. He's mm-hmm. out of his mind. So they're like, listen, you need to you need to go uh, with uh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover's character is getting ready to retire. He's like a 50-year veteran, right? And they figure they'll partner these guys up, and it'll calm it'll calm him down, basically. It doesn't work. If you've seen the movie, <laughs> the, uh, the it's crazy time. And I will say, it's and this is before Mel Gibson was like public enemy number one. It's funny. There was a time where Mel Gibson was one of the most popular actors in the world. Yeah. Think about his film, What Women Want. No. Oh. What? Why would you think about that? Of all his great hits? That's... Braveheart? No. We watched that in Coach McKinney's class. Did you have him for history in 11th grade? No. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Braveheart. You watched it for history? Yeah. Because I've heard it's historically inaccurate. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's Last of the Mohicans. Was that the, that's almost the same? <laughs> that's not the same movie, is it? That's that's never mind. Just forget it. Move on. <laughs> I seriously thought that those were the same film. Last the Mohicans, eh? You realize that the other movies <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with Native Americans, <laughs> right? Oh boy, I get all confused. Movies are not my forte. Have you realized that? Yeah, I've seen it now. Okay. So, anyways. Uh, it's a good flick. I've seen it. I saw the second one. I believe the second or third one. Is this one. your favorite Mel Gibson movie? No, 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 no. Of course not. What's your was, favorite? He was in Machete Kills. Is that's that your favorite Mel Gibson movie? Absolutely. He was great in that. Is he in, bo- is he in the first Machete? No, of course not. No, no, no. That one had uh, Steven Seagal. Mm. So that was, that, I like that one too. But yeah. Uh, but Mel Gibson, lots of good stuff. Like I said, and if you've been living under a rock or whatever, you know, he had his run ins with the. Press and the, he had he did he said some bad stuff. That's, you know, he's on he's on the comeback trail. Yep, he's on the comeback trail. But he did some in, in, incredibly stupid things. God, what an idiot! He threw his career in the toilet. But this this game and film predates his idiocy. 
So I just heard your door knock. That's the ghost that lives upstairs. Okay, fair enough, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, it'll knock every once in a while. It'll it, go away. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the front door, somebody knocking the no, door? No, it was the basement door. That's weird, Boat. So, we should get into this. We've got to do any news, anything? <laughs> you know, I forgot about the news. Listen. We guys, we gotta start this over. No, 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 no. I'm putting no, this up no, unedited. No, no, no. Start. We got. Right, no, we're starting this over. This is a disaster, boat. We're not starting it over. Yeah, and also you're gonna reset the stream because I thought I just saw the thing flash across. There's nothing flashing. Stop the stream and you restart it. It's fine. There's nothing bad going on. Something happened just now. I saw. You don't need message. to. You don't need to be concerned with what goes on over <laughs> here. This is my world. That's your world. <laughs> that empty bottle is your worst <laughs> I can tell you we've walked, we're off the rails here, Boat. Okay. Let's, let's start this again. No, no, seriously, we shouldn't start it again. This is great. No, Boat, this is no good. We've got to start it again. Do you, have you read the chat? Yeah, we're going to start this again. That's no good. We can't because this is completely... This is okay, no if good. we start it over again... Yeah, we've got to start right now. Okay. Pull it together, man. Okay. Pull it together. Let me get my show notes up. All right. You ready? Yep. Go ahead. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to talk about Lethal Weapon. Beautiful. I used to like the movie. I did. It was good. I've never seen it. I, I, yeah, I've heard. I've heard. You want to talk about some news? Let's talk about Amiga Do news. Do we have any feedback you want to go over before we get into the news? Are you, uh, are you nope. saving that? Well, we don't, we don't have any feedback. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So... This news week, it was a little light, but there was a couple things I thought was interesting. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to go right over it in order as to what I've got on the old Gambletron here. Uh, now, listen, I enjoyed this. Duncan Stiles has been putting out some uh, really good articles here recently. He wrote one this week, and it was on the game, and this is um, topical because we played this game during last year's Amigathon. No second prize. You remember that game? That's a racing game. It is a motorcycle racing game. It's it's probably the second best game Thalion ever did next to Lionheart, right. which is awesome. But this is that motorcycle game that used the mouse. You remember that one? And uh, this is a really interesting article. He did a good job on it. Uh, I really liked that game. It was difficult to control, which was, which is mentioned. But it, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a that was a pretty fun game, and uh, it's one that I've tried to play a few other times and just did horrible. <laughs> Not good at it. But uh, um, controlling a game with a mouse, you know, it's I guess it's an analog surrogate, right? I mean, effectively, that's what they're doing with the mouse. Uh, so, um, you're, you're, I've never been a fan of games that racing games that use the mouse. I just. To me, I'd rather either use a joystick or even cursor keys is, is, is a better. Well, again, I guess in, in a day where there weren't a lot of analog joysticks around, it's it's an interesting. Well, I know, like Super Hang On, it it always had the option. You could use the mouse if you wanted to. Yeah, I, and the uh, this one would probably take some practice, you know. But Duncan does a good job. Real good article. I've noticed. I really like what he's been doing. He's, mm-hmm. he's doing some good stuff. He's a man, he's in chat with yes, us right sir. now. Yes, sir. Um, since we're going right down the line, we'll talk about uh, our our good pal. The brutal one, brutal Barracuda. He has produced another one of our mailbag moments. This time, this is when you got your uh, that the lovely gift of the Super Nintendo Mini, which was a, which was, it was a, an was awesome nice. gift from Christopher Hassel. Yes, don't ever hassle that guy. Now here's something that <laughs> it touched me deep inside when I saw that this came out. Our good friend, the Dreamcatcher. You know, you had to. He had to do it. It's an article devoted to Top Cat. <laughs> Hanna Barbera's <laughs> top cat. Now, now you're kind of an aficion, aficionado of Hanna Barbera's. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd go there. 
Um, uh, I, I do. I have watched a lot of Hanna Barbera in my youth. The, I just want to take a quick break. There's one part of our song that we're playing in band, and there's this part that goes. Do you know what that is? Uh, no. That's the Jabber Jaws theme song. See, okay. And so yeah, I, I, I took a poll of my students, and I said, do you know who Jabber Jaws is? Only one kid knew who really? Jabber Jaws was. You know, I figured he was like a national icon. The funny thing about Jabber Jaws, you know, Hanna-Barbera had, had this gimmick, all right? I may be talking to you, stuff you already know, but their gimmick was to take an animal and then get someone that uh, it can replicate a famous person's voice and stick it on the animal. Top Cat was one. Jabba Jaws was one. Uh, uh, they've got they've got a bunch of these guys, uh, and uh, Jabba Jaws was basically Curly from the Three Stooges. The kid mentioned that too. Right. He said he sounds like Curly from the Three That's Stooges. That's exactly right. Now, and some of these guys, now Top Cat's example, are stars that I can't remember because they've been around for so long. Uh, I wish I could. Uh, uh, like Snagglepuss is another guy. Heaven's the Muggetroid. I don't. I don't, don't know who he's doing. He was Rich Little, right? Rich Little was an impersonator. So no, <laughs> okay. Unless Rich Little was impersonating the guy <laughs> that they ripped that off of, but uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons are always sort of—I don't want to say they're second rate because that's not fair. They had a lot of big hits. Mm-hmm. They had your Scooby Doo's. They had your Flintstones. They're big. They're I, big. I, I, I think it wouldn't be fair. It would be—it would be fair to say that their animation might have been second rate. The quality of their animation. Well, they—it was a different era, mm-hmm. but yes. I they mean, were, I mean, they were cranking out too. Yeah, they right. Were, yeah. They were cranking out content. They, I mean, even yeah. Fred Flintstone's a knockoff, you know, of and Barney. Those guys are knockoffs too. So I mean, they're, but they were super famous. I don't guess Scooby's really a knockoff of anybody, but maybe he is. I don't know. You gotta think that stuff came out in the '60s, mm-hmm. and that's a long time ago, even for guys like us. That's a, that's a long run. But I mean, I like kind of our bear stuff. Like I, said, I, I mentioned before, that I really dug Space Ghost and the Herculoids, mm-hmm. and some of their more. A uh, Johnny Quest was another one of theirs that I really liked. So, but anyway, Top Cat, one of their lesser known entries, and, and Dream Catches all over it. I believe now that I did not play the Top Cat game. I played the Huckleberry Hound. That's the right. one I played. Now, Huck Hound's another one. <laughs> Less all, than ideal. They've got all kinds of cats. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like cats and dogs. Well, they got yeah, tons I, of them. I was going to say, I think that they were more dog heavy because they were also. Who was El Bongo? No, you mean, that? you're talking about uh, the donkey. Yeah. He was a donkey. He was a donkey? Well, I that, thought he was a dog. That guy's name, no, he was a donkey, I think, and his name was. Uh, El Cabong. El Cabong was his. That's what he was. It wasn't his name, though. Oh. He has a name. I can't remember his name. Boy, you put me on the spot here. Mm. But uh, uh, yeah, that's another one. So those guys, just kind of a wacky cartoons. If you're into that sort of thing, or just, you know, it's Dreamcatch, enough said. Have right. a look at it. Um, we also just released, we should mention our sister show, ARG Presents. This week, we got a little crazy, a little crazy, and we did a uh, show on Virtual Boy that came out, I believe it just came out uh, a while, it wasn't too far back. So if you're into ARG, give that a shot. Uh, I want to buy a Virtual Boy, but it's they're expensive, so it ain't probably going to happen anytime soon. You got anything we need to discuss on here? Uh, I don't think so. I think we can dive right into well, this week's game. You want to talk about the uh, the Amigathon real quick? While oh, we're sure, here? absolutely. Yeah. So, um, Amigathon is quickly approaching. Um, it is going to be on July seventh, uh, and uh, if you'd like to donate, 
you can go over to uh, Extra Life. Uh, if you just Google Extra Life Charity Amigathon, then it'll go there. I'll put a link to it in the show notes too. Uh, for every dollar you donate, we will play one minute of your favorite Amiga game. Uh, we've already gotten enough donations to fill up six hours of content, but we will go on until you know as long as as long as we need to, because uh, we're raising money this year for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals, help a lot of sick kids. So uh, if you feel froggy, you can head on over to extra-life.org and search up Amigathon and uh, throw us a few bucks. Amigathon is always a good time. Uh, you can hang out with, out with us in the chat all day. And don't forget when you donate to specify if your money should go to Aaron or me getting the pie in the face. It should be both. Make, <laughs> make, make your payments out to boat pie in the face. <laughs> no, Amigathon was a lot of fun last year. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I had no idea that we could even pull it off. I mean, I'll give you credit from a technical standpoint. You were a, you were a juggernaut of technical prowess last I'm year. I'm going to try and make it better this year. And uh, uh, boy, we raised a lot more money than I thought we would. I wasn't sure. But I remember telling Bo, I mean, I hope we get a couple people will give some money. And I believe before we started the auction, we were near five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. weren't we? So yep. we were doing, and we're well on track this year to come up around that same area. Um, and it, it really is for a good cause. Uh, it, everything goes directly to charity. And uh, uh, and you couldn't pick a better charity, I think, this year. You, you know, Children's Hospital, big deal. Uh, and uh, you know, it's nice. So if you feel if you feel so inclined to uh, shoot us a few bucks, and hey, like I said, pick a game. If you want to see us suffer, pick a real dud. You know, if you want to be a real uh, uh, funny guy, you know, hey, ten minutes of what's the worst game we did in the last year? Oh, there's no question. <laughs> top banana. Top banana. You can really screw us if you want to. <laughs> Or if there's a game we haven't covered, you're like these jerks. Because how many games did we cover last year that we that we ended up doing shows on? There were quite a few. Yeah. And or stuff that stuck in our back of our heads, exactly like we were talking about before, uh, with the motorcycle game. So uh, it's a good way to get your uh, the game you want noticed, you know. So, but we appreciate it. It's great for charity and make you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Aaron. This week's game is Lethal Weapon. This week game was uh, suggested to us by Amigos Game Selection mini- Committee member Figgy CTZ. Easy for you to say. So thank you, Figgy CTZ, for selecting Lethal Weapon. Aaron, what can you tell us about this one? Well, Lethal Weapon <clears throat> is a is a game based on the on the film series. Uh, this game came out uh, on the Amiga in '92, and it was developed by Ocean, which is unusual. Uh, believe it or not, they didn't do a ton of developing on the Amiga; they mostly published. Mm-hmm. I looked at what they actually had developed in house, and some of these titles I was uh, sort of surprised. They they did Batman the movie and Batman. They did two Batman games, and they did Adam's Family. They developed Adam's Family. Really? So, yeah. So that's and we which we covered. I, I, I can't remember. We covered a Batman game on here. I can't remember if we did. Or it's not. it's very odd that we haven't, but we haven't. <clears throat> we still haven't done that that the, kind of the game that everybody associates most with the platform because of the bundle. That's crazy. So. Um, I looked this over just to see if there was any anything, uh, people pop up that worked on it. And one thing I did see was that uh, a couple of the people that worked on this, including the guy that did the graphics, Don uh, McDormand, also did the uh, graphics for Parasol Stars. And also the coder also coded Parasol Stars, but that was one of your favorites. I love Parasol Stars. Um, so that's kind of neat. Uh, Lethal Weapon ran on the uh, ECSOCS uh, platform. And this was a, a conversion. Uh, I think this came over to the Amiga. I'm not sure where it was converted from or to, but it's probably the ST. You know, we either went to it or from it. This game came on, on several different platforms: the, uh, the aforementioned ST, the uh, C64 line, 
uh, and DOS, of course, and the Super Nintendo. Uh, I actually looked at this on a couple of different platforms just to see what the differences were. And the Super Nintendo version was, pretty, you know, looked very similar to to this one. So I'm guessing I know there were differences in different platforms into the game, and I can't go into great detail on it because I really only looked at the the Amiga version. But I know there are similarities on other platforms. Now the NES had a version of Lethal Weapon, but it's quite a bit different. Uh, uh, I mean, it's a whole different game effectively. Uh, so for starters, let's talk about the film, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, in the show, the uh, the film was a uh, very big runaway hit. Uh, it was released uh, and directed by Richard Donner, very famous. Joel Silver was one of the producers, another very famous uh, Hollywood fellow, and it starred Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Uh, and uh, w- they made it for fifteen million bucks. It made one hundred and twenty million bucks. It was a runaway hit. And it spawned a series that I believe is on its, its has four movies and is in line to have a fifth. I believe I just read the other day when I was researching this that they had decided to make the fifth movie, mm. which will be sort of a uh, sort of a comeback uh, film for uh, for Mel Gibson who ran in all the trouble. Did you see who did the music in this? I didn't see who did the music. Turn your page back. You're over. talking about who did the music in the game? No, who did the music in the movie? Oh, I didn't even look. Who did it? Pretty big name there. Eric Clapton. Yeah. There you go. Well, no there you idea. Go. It's funny because I, I don't remember thinking, oh, I love the the, the, the lovely tones of Eric Clapton as I watched this. I just remember people getting shot and screaming and wacky lines. Uh, the movie is about a guy named uh, Riggs, who is a former like military specialist whose wife gets uh, gets killed. And he, he, so he goes kind of crazy. And he's suicidal. And they team him up with a, a retiring uh, 50-year police veteran and Danny Glover. And uh, presumably to calm him down. It doesn't work. So instead, he drags poor Danny Glover through this movie, uh, doing all these crazy high spots, while Danny Glover keeps talking about getting ready to retire. He wants to retire and not get killed. And he's got this crazy nut. So it didn't do him any favors. Big movie. You know, it was a a huge movie. Uh, And this game was actually released to coincide with the release of one of the films, which was Lethal Weapon 3. I believe... Now, it's been a while since I saw that one, but I think that is the one where uh, America was introduced on, in a large way to Jet Li. If hmm. you, do you know who Jet Li yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, a martial arts aficionado. Right. He's like the serious Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, he sort of is. Yeah, he, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty serious guy. Something I didn't know about this, uh, like I said, we'd mentioned that it was released on the NES in a different form, and it was a Super Nintendo version. There was an unreleased Master System version of this, hmm. which I thought, thought was kind of interesting. Apparently, it was all but done... And it got canceled, and then they no one has the ROMs for it anymore. Wow, that's kind of a bummer, yeah. isn't it? So, on to the game. What is this game? Well, I remember Boat described it to me in a, in a conversation as Rolling Thunder esque, right? And I, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. I appreciate you taking my take away from me before I can say it. Yeah, I just I wouldn't. Thank you. No, you get nothing. You get because I, I, and I'll let you explain why you think that because I'm going to explain why. It, it, for me, I didn't quite get the same vibe from it. Uh, the gameplay in this is actually kind of interesting. I kind of like the way you do it. So you start out at the beginning, and you're playing Mel Gibson's character, and you go and you're in an office building. It's the police station. And so you can go to, uh, I believe that's three different people and get different missions. And you can, it's funny because I went to the first mission and I thought, well, 
they asked you if you wanted to accept it. And I, the first thing I did was like, no. I wanted to see what would happen. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. So I thought, oh, so you can go and pick the mission two or mission three. So it's, I like the open-ended approach of the missions, which I thought that was a, that's a pleasant, that's a pleasant way to do it. Again, this is sort of, and we've seen a few Amiga games that let you pick the level. And it's always nice to be, it gives you some variety, if anything. Um, when you're in the police station, there are several different rooms you can go into. And again, I just was exploring around. And one is the computer room where you can save your game and work new options. I thought that was cute. One's a locker room. And it's sort of like when you go into the locker room, you sort of tag out and you tag in Danny Glover's mm -hmm. character. And so you're playing him. Uh, I guess for starters, did you see a marked difference between no. the two characters? They they blew it. They, they could have made this great. And they 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 sucked it up. It, 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 it's, it's the same. It's the same stupid game with both players. Um, what they should have done was, you know, get, changed up the weapons, make your character act different, jump differently, move differently, so you could have your favorite. Just like when you're playing a game like Super Mario Brothers Two or something like that. Um, the rumor is that. The one character can jump a little higher. I didn't see it. I didn't. I mean, it, if it, if that's the case, it's there's it's a pretty small difference. So once you have selected the character, first of all, I like I like the fact that you get to at least pick the other guy. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know who's picking. I don't know if people are picking Denny Glover's character. He was, in the movies. He was sort of the beat down character. Where I, and Riggs was the crazy man. But uh, I, I usually played as, as Riggs just to, you know just cause because I didn't feel like going to the locker room basically. So. Then you start the, once you pick a mission, you start the game. And the missions uh, span from you're on boat docks, you're at construction sites, it's, uh, you're in the sewers. I mean, they didn't reinvent the wheel here. Yeah, but I think that, you know, the, the, the scenes are done well. I think that everything is drawn well. Um, I felt like this game had a pretty good amount of atmosphere. I mean, that I'm, I haven't seen the film, but I'm sure that the locations in the film are similar, right? Well, this was... I, no, I don't think so at all. It's, it's been since I saw the first one, but I know the third one... I mean, let's face facts. They're on a dock. They're in a sewer. I mean, yeah, you're gonna. those are generic locations. So I, I know for a fact in the Jet Li when they're on a boat for a big chunk of it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, did they do that on purpose? They probably just said, okay, where are these guys going to go? Boat, construction site, sewer. When you're writing up one of these games, those are the three things I'd pick right away. Mm -hmm. Built office building, you got to put that one in there. It's always... Everything's always a building or a construction site. So... You roll through these games, and you and you basically this is a uh, how to describe this. It's sort of to me, it reminded me to a certain degree of sort of like a uh, elevator action two uh, type game. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, moving vertical movements. There's a lot of uh, elevators, and you your guy runs through. He can duck or he can stand. He can't shoot while he's ducked, which is that got irritating real quick because. This is almost reminding me of those games where, like, what was the shooting game where you had the pedal that can make you duck, and then you could shoot a lethal enforcer or something. Uh, this is a lot like the 2D version, basically. You can duck or you can shoot. You can't do both, and so uh, uh, you had to be um, uh, tactical in your approach. Uh, there's tons of bad guys with various weapons. Some guys throw dynamite. Some guys have a, a blowtorch or a, a flamethrower, I should say. Some guys have just guns. Uh, and you and you roll through, and you get close enough to them, you can actually do karate on them or whatever. Um, the levels look good, the music sounds good, and overall, the game has a pleasing uh, look to it. It doesn't look cheap. In fact, it looks uh, it looks very console like. It, didn't you think? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I had a look at this on the Super Nintendo just to compare the two, and I actually thought this looked better, which is uh, unusual uh, uh, for the Super Nintendo. Uh, the uh, uh, the sound effects are what you would expect. There's nothing that, like I said, they didn't really reinvent the wheel. As you go through here, you're collecting uh, like look like uh, magnifying glasses. I guess are like you're collecting clues to solve the crime. Um, you're also collecting ammo clips to uh, to give you more gun ammo because you're you can run out of ammo. And once that happens, it's karate kicking all the time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing in between. Uh, there are one thing about this, a la uh, Adam's family. There are secret areas. Mm-hmm. If you if you nose around, did you find any secret areas? No, but I saw some on the playthroughs. Yeah, they they had some secret areas. I mean, I actually was I stumbled on a one. So I mean, they were there. Um, at the end of every level, you have a boss fight. Uh, some of the boss, like uh, the bosses. I mean, honestly, they're. I'll be honest with you, they're, they're sort of generic boss fights. Uh, like one guy had just like long chain thing he swung at you. That's the only guy I got to. Uh, the game is not what I would call unbelievably difficult, in, in my opinion, but it was not the easiest game to play. There are cheats for it, uh, to to uh, and they're, they're you don't need a trainer. They're just on they're in game cheats, which which is which is nice. Uh, but uh, uh, it was I don't want to say it was generic, but it was sort of kind of. There aren't this. It reminded me. There's a game on the Amiga that I played called Navy Seals. I think I've talked about that before. This was like a little slicker version. Some of the stuff sort of irritated me though. They would put you in situations where there was a bad guy directly behind like a box, and he had the jump on you, and so it was sort of felt kind of cheap. It wasn't the cheapest thing I've ever seen. Uh, there are there are exploding barrels that stick. You know every. Every video game scrolling shooting tribe you can think of is in this game. They're all here. Uh, the bad guys. The one thing about the bad guys, they're they're real stupid. And so you can, if you get the jump on them, you can just like walk up right behind them and go like bang, mm-hmm. which is funny. It's mostly just their placement that you have to worry about. One thing I did enjoy is that you can sneak up. You, I mean, you clearly you can't shoot while you're ducked, but what you can do is if you just peek above an area where a bad guy is you can shoot and your bullet will go all the way across the screen and you'll and you'll kill a guy yeah. if he's there so you can pick guys off before you get to right. them which is which is nice mm-hmm. uh, it makes it a little bit easier one thing i didn't like was uh there's guys that drop dynamite from from ledges onto the second level yeah and unfortunately there is no friendly fire in this game so they it would not affect the enemies that are directly below them at all that would have been a nice touch if they would have done that and the funny thing is that you go up in levels in this the dynamite guys can just start. They're like mad bombers. I mean, they're launching dynamite as quick as one blows up. They launch another one, uh, which that gets I- irritating. Uh, the jumping in this, I thought was it was okay. It's it's your favorite boat up for jump. If you're comfortable with up for jump, you'll probably be okay. I thought the jumping was a little. Um, a, it was not the easy. This is a game where you have to have precise mm-hmm. jumping. It's one of those, and it's hard. Sometimes to precisely jump, there are some. There's a little bit of blind jumping here and there. Uh, one thing you can do on this that's neat: uh, you can you can shimmy across chains and ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, your character can also shimmy up poles. Yeah, you have cool. a lot of different abilities in this. Um. It this game sort of reminded me. Um, I know you're gonna yell at me, but it parts of it reminded me. This maybe it was the structure of it was of Adam's family. Not as good. But I mean, it's like the, if you want an actiony, mm-hmm. more ref, like less goofy. Yeah, like, side I don't think I don't think I'd argue with that. I, I mean, you could see how some of the guys from that worked on this, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> um, 
the uh, but I mean, I guess for me, and it's a like I said, I'm not gonna knock the game. I think it's an attractive game and it was fun. I like the ability to switch levels on your own. Now a couple of the levels are locked until you get past the first, a couple other levels, and then the last level is a crazy hit secret level. You know where they kind of screw up your cop station. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the but um, I, overall. I thought it was fun. Everything about it was slick. I just thought it was pretty generic, which is how I would summarize the films, if you want the truth. I mean, people love these movies, but I mean, really, they're just another sort of buddy cop flick. They didn't. I never thought they were particularly awesome, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so were they I guess, the first buddy cop flick? No, I don't think so. I mean, because you had like. Running Scared, I believe, predates Lethal Weapon. I, think. I don't think anybody's heard of that movie. Though. Sure, that was a big deal. Bill, Billy Crystal uh, was in it, and it was a, that was a buddy cop flick. I mean, buddy cop. You got to think you had you even had like Starsky and Hutch and stuff like that from back in the day. I'm sure that stuff predates uh, the Lethal Weapon films. Uh, but uh, um, I, you know, I just they're not. They there was nothing in this that's. Uh, had anything to do with Lethal Weapon, really? Like, there's like your guy doesn't go crazy and do anything or say anything. Mm-hmm. There's no dialogue until you get to the very end. At the very end of the thing, he's like yippee ki yay! No, no, oh. no. He he. At the very very end of the game, there's some dialogue, and then they show some clips from the films. You know, just some like still shots they oh, digitized okay. in. But I mean, nothing screams there. I, I don't. I didn't run across any characters really that were in the movies. Um, that I remembered. I mean, like Joe Pesci was in the movies. I don't. I didn't see any characters that were like from the movies. Now, admittedly, it's been a little while since I saw the films, but I mean, it just seemed utterly and totally generic. Mm-hmm. You could have called this uh, anything you wanted, you know. And so, and saying this, lethal weapon. Now, so if you're buying this to get the spirit of the films, and I'm probably not going to get it. You know, this could have been pretty much anything. But that what they did do, I thought they did well. And the parts that I, I got to, I enjoyed. I like the elevator sort of action. I like uh, ride up and down, be able to shoot guys. Mm-hmm. There's some stages where you just like, a, I, I don't know who would build a building with like 10 elevators that span across the whole building. <laughs> and people, and you just, you're just leaping to your yeah. death. It's like, what building is this? <laughs> even in your, even in the cop office, buddy, the elevators just open shafts, <laughs> you know? That is a good point. It's like, well, who built this? Like Jean-Claude Van Damme built it, you know. Uh, but it's always it's kind of strange. But there's lots of like uh, in the sewer. There's like areas where there's you know we have to worry about water. There's several areas in the game where, you have, where like uh, uh, the elevators are going up and down. There's change. You got to jump across and grab. I mean, it's 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 not anything that's incredibly earth-shakingly brilliant but it's it's well done for right. what they've got i guess that's the way i would build this game yeah it's a game that's good at what it does just what it does isn't real inspired that's my opinion what, what your thoughts yeah i agree i agree with that um i think that your comparison to elevator action 2 is is apt uh however i also think that my comparison to rolling thunder is also apt um, especially in the early levels where you have the upper and lower region and you've got people popping out of doorways and things like that. Now, of course, this game switches environments a lot more than Rolling Thunder, and it is more of a game than Rolling Thunder. Uh, but that was the first thing that I thought The of. Rolling Thunder guy has a cooler move. Yeah. This yeah. guy doesn't have a move like that. No. At least that guy's got the move. Mm. This guy doesn't really have any move. Um, I, I think that this game is probably ocean's best platformer besides the adams family that i've played um the up for jump thing is a drag but um if you can remap that button the 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 controls are pretty tight um 
I think that, the, just like you said, I think that some of the enemies, some of the enemy placements are a little bit cheap. A lot of times you'll just walk into a hail of gunfire and feel like, well, how could I have known that that was going to happen? That's probably, the, in my opinion, that's the game's biggest flaw. Mm-hmm. Is that the, the, I mean, it's just your generic, uh, I'll put a guy here. Yeah, and the people, and, and it is, I mean, if you played this over and over and over again, the trick is just memorizing where all those, those right. things are and, and getting around them. So it, it would be possible to master this game, I'm sure. Um, Starting and, over, every time you get killed, it's a pain in the butt. Now, yeah, once that you get sucks. so far yeah. in a level, you're okay, but that still like, gets, that's, gets old. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, you know, I think this is a pretty solid platformer on the Yeah, Amiga. it was actually quite a surprise. There's also a great level where you have to avoid these barrels. And it's sort of like, I don't know if you got that far, mm-hmm. but it's sort of like a live-action Donkey Kong or something. It's it's real crazy. And, and the the game, the level design is okay. It's really the, I don't have a problem with the level design as much as I have the, as the enemy placement. Uh, this is a game that gets the level design pretty good. Uh, I think the, I mean, it's not. There's not too many cheap jumps, uh, and the barrel level is pretty interesting. Then there are some points where you get to, and you're like, "How the heck do I get past this?" Well, you have to, you have to really think about it. And and the thing is that uh, both characters you pick, like I said, effectively it's the same character, just a different skin. But uh, they can both do a lot of stuff, and you sort of have to incorporate that in, into what you're doing. You know, so it, I think that's pretty neat. And, and there are some timing-based elements, like, for example, there's a guy that every time you get near his platform, he shoots a flamethrower. Well, you've got to figure out how to kill him first, or you just eat the flamethrower. Um, you have, a, you have like, a hit, a hit bar, basically. just a, It's the standard stuff. You've got ammo. It's listed on the screen. I, like the I do like the fact that your ammo is limited. I mean, that adds a little, a little more strategy to the game. In the early levels, I didn't find the limitations that confining. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure as you go through, it would probably get worse. Uh, uh, but I, I did, I did, I did like the interface. In ter- like I said, I looked at this on the Super Nintendo, and I think the Amiga version has looks. I like the look of the screen better, and I, uh, overall, I, just, I thought it was. A, I thought, I'm with you. I thought it was a, a pretty good effort uh, overall, and uh, uh, I was surprised that I enjoyed it such as it was. Lethal weapon. Uh, Skin aside, they could have called it anything. It wouldn't have mattered to me. So I, I guess if you have an affinity to that movie, you know, you might enjoy it more. But it didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, this thing did pretty. It did decent uh, reviews. Um, Amiga actually gave it an eighty-two. Get ready to hear these scores. They're, they're very similar. Amiga Computing gave it an eighty-two. Amiga Format gave it a sixty-four. They weren't as keen on it. Amiga Magazine gave it an eight out of ten. Amiga Power 78, and the one gave it a 79. I would say, that again, this is a game that would fall right in that low B, high mm-hmm. C category. I think it's platformers. I think it's a solid B. Yeah, I think, to, I mean, I think or so, too. Or shooting platformers. I mean, the, the, it's. I think it's good enough. I mean, and the thing is, it's it's pretty tight. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they crossed all the T's and dotted the I's on it. So, I mean, I'll give them that. Um, I eBayed this thing. It's funny where I found this. I didn't find any copies in the States. I did find, in fact, the only active copies, I looked in the history, the whole nine yards. If you want this right now and you're in Sweden, you're in luck. <laughs> They've got a, a copy on sale in Sweden for 66 bucks. Italy had the other two copies that were active, 82 bucks and 17 bucks, respectively. So, yeah, there's a weird, as a weird uh, chasm there yeah. between the things. Yeah. But overall, not the worst thing we've looked at. Not the best, but somewhere in the upper middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah very good. Um, so before we close this thing out, uh, I'd like to 
Uh, remind everybody that Amigos are on Patreon. Uh, if you like the show, if you're watching in the chat right now and you'd like to head over to patreon.com slash Amigos podcast and uh, throw us a couple bucks a month, we'd surely appreciate it. Um, you can join this illustrious list of names. Uh, these are all of our Patreon supporters. This is uh, Dan Ross, Leif Kaland, Alan Kebab, Donald Tyler, Level Lord, John Marshall, Matthew Pederon, Ricky DeRocher, who's in the chat right now, Creepy Dead Boy, who's also in the chat, Figgy CTZ, Amigos Game Selection Committee member that chose this game, This Low Norris, Stefan Sorgard Martinson, Edvin Helland, who was in the chat earlier, Blindo75, who just donated to Amigathon as we were taping, Christopher Hassel, Ravi Abbott, uh, both of those guys were in the chat earlier. Chris Foles, Dreamcatcher, Laurent Giroux, Graham Vebke, Brent Dowdy, Lane Denson, Adam Battersby, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Gary Hucker, C. Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Duncan Styles in the chat right now, Anthony Jarvis, Tapes from the Crypt, Josh Nan, Will Williams, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, THT, Eric Nelson, Kim, Tommy Humbert, Stodd, Daniel Bingston, Brutal Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason Warren's Pixels at Dawn, and kill Bjorn Barman. Didn't even need that sheet. You could you get that memorized. All up here, baby. It's amazing. Um, next week, Aaron, we're going to take a look at a classic strategy title for the Amiga. This game is called Genesee or something like that. Yeah, Genesee. It was a uh, Adam Battersby uh, request, another Amigos Game Selection Committee member. So we will take a look at that next week. I've never heard of this one. Yeah, uh, so it'll be it'll be a fun one to take a look at. Uh, remember that Amigos records almost every Friday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. If you'd like to join us in chat, you're more than welcome to. And uh, if you're a Patreon supporter, hit us up on our Discord channel. Uh, there's Amiga Talk going on 24-7 on there. Plus, you can uh, hear about any upcoming schedule changes like today's. So, uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, and adios. adios.